Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. You know, last week I was all pumped up because I was introducing and launching a new educational series called Technique Tuesday. On each Technique Tuesday, I introduce and explore effective and efficient ways to practice and develop various skills for improving either your melodic, harmonic, or rhythmic technique. I was all fired up for two very specific reasons. Number one, it is absolutely imperative that you, me, all of us, have an active technique development plan. Did you catch what I just said? An active technique development plan. In other words, the plan must exist and must be executed on a daily and weekly basis, right? Bottom line, no technique plan, no technique progress. It's that simple. Like the old saying goes, people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. (laughs) So true. The second reason I was fired up about introducing Technique Tuesday last Tuesday was because I thought it nicely complemented an already existing Jazz Panel Skills series called Tune Tuesday. <laughs> right? And you know, if, if you're a regular listener to Jazz Panel Skills, you know that on Tune Tuesday, we put a jazz standard under the microscope to discover, learn, and play it. From knowing and appreciating its historical background to understanding its form, standard key, its harmonic DNA, in other words, its harmonic function like 2, 5, 1, etc., the chord scale relationships that exist within the tune, uh, the melody itself, and of course, anything else we need to know that is unique and special about that tune. We do all of that on every Tune Tuesday. Technique Tuesday and Tune Tuesday. A pretty cool combination. Well, this week, (laughs) I'm really fired up because I've decided to just simply spill the beans and announce everything all at one time, right? Every Jazz Panel Skills series that I have been busy developing and that is currently uh, on the production docket. So here we go. Check this out. Tune Tuesday. You already know what that is. Technique Tuesday. You already know what that is. Theory Tuesday. Well, you kind of know what that is, right? We, we've been doing that for some time now. Actually, since last year when the Jazz Panel Skills podcast began. And on Theory Tuesday, it's where we take a jazz concept like we're doing today, tritone substitution, and studying it from both an academic standpoint and from a street perspective, right? I always like to look at theory from both sides of the street. They both say the same thing, but in very different ways and from very different perspectives, as we will see today when we dig into tritone substitution. And finally, I'm about ready to launch Transcription Tuesday, which, (laughs) this is going to be awesome, right? On Transcription Tuesday, uh, we will look at significant jazz solos and extract from them some enlightening improvisation ideas that can be used to help us unveil and develop our own improvisational thoughts, our own improvisational ideas. How cool is that? So there you have it. The official Jazz Piano Skills Educational Agenda. The official Jazz Piano Skills Education Lineup. Theory. Technique, transcriptions, tunes. It happens every Tuesday, every week, throughout the entire year. 
Every episode, every lesson is easily accessible at jazzpianoskills.com or through any of your favorite podcast directories, right? I mentioned this uh, last week, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and Amazon Music, and uh, actually many others as well. It's awesome. So many ways to listen to jazz piano skills to help you discover, learn, and play jazz piano. To help you discover, learn, and play theory, technique, transcriptions, tunes. <laughs> every Tuesday, every week. Today, I guess, is technically a theory Tuesday. So today, we are going to unpack the tritone substitution. But before we get into the weeds, I want to take just a second to personally invite all new listeners to join Jazz Piano Skills to become an active member. All you have to do, go to jazzpianoskills.com, click on the join link, pick a plan, and join. Easy. Once an official member, you will have full access to all of the educational content and resources at Jazz Piano Skills all of the educational podcast guides, all of the interactive courses, uh, access to the weekly masterclass, the private community, plus personal and professional support that I am happy to provide to all Jazz Piano Skills members. I will, of course, share more details about all of these amazing benefits throughout today's episodes. Uh, episode. So all I can say is this. If you are indeed serious about developing the jazz piano skills needed for you to become an accomplished jazz pianist, right, to become the accomplished jazz pianist that you want to become, then you will want to become a part of the jazz piano skills community and begin taking advantage of all of the educational content materials and resources and, of course, the professional support that I provide invaluable. Check it out, jazzpianoskills.com. Join. All right, on with the show. It is time to discover, learn, and play tritone substitutions. Today, you are going to discover the tritone substitution. You are going to learn how to construct tritone substitutions from an academic and street perspective. You are going to play various tritone substitutions using the classic 3-6-2-5-1 progression. So regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, whether you consider yourself a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, or even if you are an experienced professional, you will find this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson exploring the tritone substitution to be very beneficial. I guarantee it. To begin, I want to briefly talk about harmonic movement in music. In other words, how chords move, harmonic motion, chord progressions right? So chords move, they progress one chord to another in one of three ways. Chords move using either one, circle motion, two, diatonic motion, or three, chromatic motion. That's it. Three ways. Three ways only period. Musical fact. We can take any piece of music from any genre of music and label all chord movement within that composition as being one of the three types of motion, circle, diatonic, or chromatic. So let's take a closer look at each one of these types of harmonic movement. First, the most common type of harmonic movement in music is circle motion. I am sure many of you have heard about the circle of fifths. And I am also sure 
that many of you think of it as a nifty little way to diagram, to organize and learn the keys of music. In other words, the diagram shows us that the key of C major has no sharps and no flats. The key of F major has one flat B flat. And the key of G has one sharp, F sharp, and so on. So I guess it, it's true, right? It does do that. The circle of fifths does indeed neatly illustrate the 12 keys of music. But, and a, I mean a big but, to only think of the circle of fifths in this manner is like thinking of uh, NASA's space shuttle as simply being a fancy airplane. <laughs> in other words, the circle of fifths packs a much, and I mean much, bigger punch and contains a whole lot more powerful and essential information than simply being a nifty chart of the keys of music. Likewise, many of you may be thinking of the circle of fifths as a diagram that moves clockwise. And in doing so, in moving clockwise, illuminates the interval of a fifth, right? The interval of a fifth that exists between the 12 notes of music. C up to G is a fifth. G up to D is a fifth. And so on, right? Wrong. Unfortunately, this misses the mark too. This perspective misses the mark big time. Why? Because the circle of fifths actually moves counterclockwise and in doing so illustrates the strongest and most common chord motion movement in all of music. Five to one. Dominant to tonic. Make sense? Let me say it again. The circle of fifths illustrates how the five chord resolves a fifth down to the tonic, to the one chord. Again, five to one. The most common chord progression and the most important chord progression in all of music. C7, C dominant, resolves to F major. F dominant, F7, resolves to B flat major. B-flat dominant, B-flat 7, resolves to E-flat major, and so on. See, I'm moving counterclockwise, 5 to 1. The dominant to tonic relationship, the dominant to tonic sound, is so important that someone determined that there actually should be an illustration, a diagram, to help all of us get a handle on this. All important motion, and sound. So, in illustration, a diagram was indeed created, and it was appropriately titled The Circle of Fifths. The bottom line, if you are not viewing and seeing the circle of fifths first and foremost as a diagram illustrating the 12 dominant tectonic relationships then you do not have the correct perspective of the circle of fifths. You are only seeing the tip of the iceberg. You have a limited perspective and limited understanding. And a limited perspective and a limited understanding produces limited growth. The circle of fifths is so important that I am actually going to be devoting an entire podcast episode to the circle of fifths coming up here very soon. All right? So for now, just simply know that the cir circle of fifths, circle motion, as we call it, is the most common way in which chords move, in which they progress within any piece of music from any genre. One quick side note, there are a ton, and I mean a ton, of circle of fifth diagrams out there on the internet.
and most of them are horrible, packed with all kinds of misleading information. So please be very careful about what circle of fifths diagram you use. A few quick tips. Number one, avoid all circle diagrams that have you thinking and moving clockwise. They have you go in the wrong direction. Number two, avoid all circle diagrams that have lines crisscrossing all over the place. (laughs) I see that all the time out there, right? From one side of the circle to the next. Craziness, right? Avoid that. Number three, avoid all circle diagrams that depict 15 keys. We have 12. That's it. And avoid all circle diagrams that try to illustrate both major and minor keys. Simply not necessary. In fact, the less that the circle of fifths has on it, the better. You want the letters going counterclockwise. C, F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat slash F sharp, B, E, A, D, and G. That's it. Circle of fifths. It would also be nice if the circle had a little arrow pointing counterclockwise to just remind you that's the direction that we want to we want to travel, right? That's it. That's all you need. If you cannot find a circle of fifths like this, do not panic. It will soon be available in a Jazz Panel Skills illustration guide coming soon. The second way in which chords move, in which they progress through music, in music, is diatonic motion. This simply means that the chords are moving around within the key. For example, uh, the four chord, going to the three chord, going to the two chord, going to the one chord. Very common. Four, three, two, Or something like this. One, two, four, five. One, two, four, five. Or how about this one? I'm sure you all know this one. just going one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, two, one. All diatonic motion. Don't you wish you would have written that tune? (laughs) Wow. So diatonic motion. The chords do not necessarily have to move in sequential order, like lean on me, right? Do not, they do not need to move in sequential order to be considered diatonic motion. In fact, if the chords move around yet stay within the key, then I reference that movement as diatonic motion. The third and final way that chords move, that chords progress in music, is through chromatic motion, which is simply half-step movement. For example, the three chord, going to the flat three, going to the two, going to the flat two, going to the one. So you got three, flat three, two, flat two, one. Very pretty. Very common, too. Uh, Or... You might have something like this, sharp four to four to three, flat three, two, flat two, one, right? Again, very common. Or you might have something like this, flat seven to six, flat six to five. Again, very common. Flat seven to six, flat six to five, 
turn into one. Right? Half-step motion. Chromatic motion. So that's it. Three ways in which chords move, in which they progress within music. In any song, in any genre. Circle motion, diatonic motion, and chromatic motion. Now, I know you must be asking, what's the point? How does all of this relate to the lesson today on tritone substitution? Great questions. Here's the answer. Because the tritone substitution takes circle motion, right, the most common motion, circle motion, and converts it into chromatic motion, half-step movement. In other words, chromatic motion is simply camouflaged circle motion. I'm going to say that again. Chromatic motion is simply camouflaged circle motion. This is important to know and understand because if it is true that circle motion happens 90 plus percent of the time within a tune, which by the way it does, then we use tritone substitutions to create harmonic motion variation within the harmonic progression of the tune. And it's exactly this point that I'm going to illustrate today using the classic progression 36251. All circle motion, right? Going to use the tritone substitution to create seven variations to that progression. Seven variations to 36251. Amazing. We have already covered a ton of music theory. And I'm about to unleash a ton more. And I know, I know from experience, that when diving heavily into the theory behind any musical concept, the questions tend to surface and swirl around in your mind at lightning speed. And... That is precisely why I am committed to providing all Jazz Piano Skills members immediate and personal support. So just a quick reminder that if you are listening to this podcast through the Jazz Piano Skills website, you can use the extremely convenient SpeakPipe widget, which is nestled directly beneath the podcast player, to send me a voicemail message. It's that easy. It's that simple. One click, and the two of us are interacting with each other. Send me a voice message, and I will send you one back with an answer. Right? Send me a question using voice message, speak pipe, and I will send you back an answer. It's a very cool technology. If you're listening uh, to this podcast on iHeartRadio or Spotify, Apple, Pandora, or any of the other popular podcast directories, you can use the link speakpipe.com forward slash jazz piano skills to send me a quick voice message. Again, that's speakpipe.com forward slash jazz piano skills. And as I always say, if you're a scaredy cat and you're afraid to send me a voice message, then you can post your question in the private Jazz Piano Skills Forum or the private Jazz Piano Skills Facebook group and let the Jazz Piano Skills community help you. Again, look directly beneath the SpeakPipe widget and you'll see the links for easy access to each of these platforms. Or, hey, you know what? Join me Thursday evening, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time, the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass. Every week, right? Every Thursday. Join me online, 8 p.m. Central Time, using the Zoom link posted on the Jazz Piano Skills website and get your questions answered face-to-face. Again, I provide you with so many ways to get help, so definitely take advantage of the opportunities. As you know, my entire goal is to provide you with the very best jazz piano lessons, the very best jazz piano educational materials, 
and the very best jazz piano support that is available anywhere today. Okay, let's talk about the tritone substitution. Here is how it works in a nutshell. Are you ready? Number one, there are 12 dominant chords in music. That's it, right? We have 12 notes, so therefore we have 12 dominant chords. Number two, there are six pairs of dominant chords that are interchangeable with one another, right? I think I'm saying this correctly. There are six pairs of dominant chords, and each one of those chords within the pair are interchangeable with one another. This interchangeability can be applied within any chord progression. Number three, the dominant chords that are interchangeable with one another share the same third and seventh, right? The two most important tones, because it's the third and seventh that determine quality, major, dominant, minor, right? So the dominant chords that are interchangeable with one another share the same third and seventh, and this is precisely why they are interchangeable. The dominant chords that are interchangeable with one another are, you ready? A tritone apart, or three whole steps. That's what tritone means. Three tones, three whole steps. So the dominant chords that are interchangeable with one another are a tritone apart. Okay, three whole steps. That's it. That's the music theory behind the tritone substitution. So let's group the 12 dominant chords into tritone pairs. Okay, so let's start with C and we're going to move what direction? We're going to move counterclockwise around the circle of fifths. So if I start with the note C, and I move three whole steps, so C to D is a whole step, D to E is a whole step, and E to F sharp is a whole step. So therefore, C dominant and F sharp dominant are interchangeable, right? So if I'm in the key of F, and I'm going to play a 2-5-1 progression, I can play a G minor, Go into my C dominant, go into my F major, 2, 5, 1. But we just discovered that we can substitute the F sharp dominant for the C dominant. So now I get G minor, my 2, go into F sharp or flat 2, G flat or F sharp dominant, resolving to 1, F major. How pretty is that, right? Two, flat two, to one. I'll tell you a funny story about that here shortly. So C to F sharp, C7 and F sharp 7 interchangeable. So now, moving counterclockwise on the circle, let's go to the note F. Now if I go three tritones from F, F to G, is a whole step, one tri I mean one whole step, G to A, another whole step, A to B, my third whole step. So F to B is a tritone. So F dominant and B dominant are interchangeable. Okay, you see how this is gonna work now? Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Start on any note, go three whole steps, tritone. And that note, the tritone away, is a dominant chord that can be substituted for the original dominant chord. So here are my dominant pairs, okay? We already established C dominant and F sharp dominant, interchangeable. F dominant and B dominant. B flat dominant, E dominant. E flat dominant and A dominant. A flat dominant. And D dominant, D flat dominant, and G dominant. 
there are are six dominant pairs. Each one of those pairs, those dominant chords, share the same third and seventh. They are a tritone apart and can be interchanged for one another within any progression. A couple of additional little tidbits or pieces of trivia that you will also find interesting. A quick way to create your dominant pairs is to use a good circle of fifths diagram. We've already talked about that. And take the letters that are directly across from each other. So, for example, notice how C is at the top of the circle of fifths. If you draw a line straight down from C all the way down to F sharp at the bottom of the circle, G flat slash F sharp, those are the two dominant chords that are grouped together and that are interchangeable. Take a look at F. Draw a line straight across the circle from F and you will connect with B. So F dominant and B dominant are interchangeable, and so on. Another little tidbit, the third and the seventh that each of the dominant chord pairs share with one another are also a tritone apart, right? So if you take C dominant, the third is E, and the B flat is the seventh, that is a tritone apart, right? If I take my F sharp dominant and I look at the third, which is the, the, the A sharp or the B flat, and the seventh, which is the E, tritone apart, right? So there's a whole lot of tritone relationships happening within the tritone substitution. Okay, quick story. You know, I mentioned earlier that uh, tritone substitution right, creates half-step movement, and that that uh, chromatic motion or half-step movement is camouflaged circle motion, right? So as we just discovered, if I take my G minor, C dominant, F major, my 2-5-1, I can camouflage that circle motion by applying the tritone sub. I'll put that F sharp dominant or that G flat, you know, thinking flat two going down to one. So I get G minor going down the G flat, which is F sharp seven resolving to F major, right? Very pretty. So when, when I had first learned the tritone substitution and I was real proud of myself, right? And I had discovered all of this. I was actually in college, believe it, when I, when I learned about the tritone sub and and the theory and, and everything behind it. So I'm home one weekend and I'm listening to some great jazz musicians and a great pianist who was very influential on my development playing back in, in Illinois in uh, the Quad Cities. His name was Warren Parrish, great jazz pianist. So I went to uh, listen to him play that evening. And while on break, I mentioned to Warren, I said, man, I really love how you use tritone substitutions. And he took his little cigar out of his mouth. He said, what? 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 I said, I really like how you use tritone substitutions. He said, what are you talking about? What the heck is a tritone substitution? I said, well, you know, like, for instance, when you um, play G minor, the C7 to F major, the 251, I said, you like to put that F sharp seven or that G flat at, uh, seven in there, you know, G minor to G flat seven down to F major. And he goes, you mean two flat two one? I said, yes. He goes, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> he shook his head and he goes, college boy. It's good to see you, college boy. And from that day on, he always called me college boy. So, you know, there's a, a great example between the academic and the street perspective, right? They say the exact same thing. The tritone substitution sounds very smart, very academic. Two flat two one doesn't sound quite as impressive, but they both say the exact same thing, right? So anyway, just a funny story. And you're going to see today that we're going to take that circle motion, three, six, two, five, one, and we're going to create, as I mentioned earlier, seven variations to that progression right? Creating half-step motion. 
And so um, here we go. Let's let's jump in and let's do that. So to begin, I just want to play the three, six, two, five, one progression. So the three chord is going to last for two beats, the six chord for two beats and measure one. In measure two, the two chord for two beats, the five chord for two beats in measure two, and then the one chord for all four beats in measure three and measure four. So creating a four measure exercise. I'm going to be playing it at a very comfy 110 uh, and a traditional swing jazz swing fill. Okay, so let's just listen to 36251 so we get this progression, we get this sound, we get this movement in our ears. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's check it out. Here we go. right? You've heard it a million times. That's, that's common, very, very common movement, right? Circle motion, right? The most common movement. Three, six, two, five, one. It's all over jazz literature. So now we are going to apply the tritone sub a substitution for the five chord. So now instead of three, six, two, five, one, now the progression is going to go three, six, two, flat two, one. Okay. So by the way, I am demonstrating this, modeling all of this in the key of C. So our three chord E minor, our five, uh, our six chord. I'm playing A seven, A dominant. Two chord D minor, five chord G dominant, one chord C major. Right? So 3 6, I'm creating like a little 2 5 relationship, E minor to A7. And then I'm going to D minor to G7, another little 2 5 relationship, resolving to 1. 3 6, 2 5, 1. But now I'm going to substitute that 5 with the flat 2. So I'm going to get 3 6, 2, flat 2, 1. So it's going to go like this 3 6, 2, Flat two, one. Nice. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's listen to three, six, two, flat two, one. Tritone substitution on the five chord. Okay? So here we go. Check it out. By the way, I'm using uh, two-hand voicings um, that you can check out if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member. You can access and download the educational guides for this Jazz Piano Skills podcast episode that's devoted to the tritone substitution. 
So um, the illustration guide is going to help you discover uh, the tritone substitution concept um, conceptually, visually, right? The imagery, the images, and the diagrams uh, that are laid out for all 12 keys in the illustration guide are fantastic. Check them out. Uh, the lead sheet guide, uh, I have all the two-hand voicings that I'm using today in all of these uh, demonstrations mapped out in all 12 keys. So if you like seeing the voicings using traditional music notation, check out the lead sheet guide. And then the uh, play-along guide, the play-along tracks, they're available for all 12 keys. Every single one of the progressions uh, that I am uh, uh, demonstrating today are uh, play-along tracks for all 12 keys. I think there's like, what, 96? <laughs> 96 play-along tracks. So uh, if you are Jazz Piano Skills members, uh, be sure to check out to access and download those educational materials, those educational guides. They are there for you to use, and they will expedite and maximize your musical growth for sure. Okay, so now we are going to apply the tritone substitution uh, to the two chord, right? So now we're going to get, instead of three, six, two, five, one, we're going to get three, six, flat six, five, one. So it's going to sound something like this. E minor, going to A, going to A flat, going to G, going to one. What a great sound. Three, six, flat six, five, one. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's check out three, six, flat six, five, one. Here we go. Check it out. Cool, right? You see how I'm starting to utilize the tritone substitution to modify 36251 to create uh, variations to that progression and creating half step motion while doing so, right? Getting kicking myself out of the circle motion and applying some half step motion for some variation. It's very nice. So now what I want to do is I want to apply a tritone substitution to the 6, right? So instead of A, the tritone substitution for A is E flat. So we're going to get our 3 chord, E minor. Now our tritone sub is going to take us down to E flat, to 2, 5, 1. Very nice, right? So I got three, flat three, two, five, one. What a sound. Love it. So let's bring the ensemble in, and now let's listen to three, flat three, two, five, one. Check it out.
Wow. Hard to argue with that one, right? Sounds fantastic. Wow. So, okay. So let's, let's keep marching on here, right? So now we're going to apply tritone substitution on the three, right? So instead of our E, we're going to start with B flat, a tritone away. So I have my B flat. Let's check it out. Flat seven. Going to six, our A. Going to our two, our D. To our G, our five. To our one, C. So flat seven, six, two, five, one. I love this one too. They're all great, right? What a great way, just utilizing the tritone sub. What a great way to create some variation to three, six, two, five, one. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's listen to flat seven, six, two, five, one. Here we go. Check it out. If you're like me, you're saying, man, these are all great. And hopefully you're dying to run to the piano and start experimenting with this. It will uh, open up your eyes, your mind, your ears to a lot of wonderful variations that you can begin creating whenever you have circle motion to create some variety within the song, within the chord progression. If you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, I also want to encourage you to tap into the Jazz Piano Skills interactive courses. They are fantastic. Uh, the courses make up a sequential curriculum that uses a self-paced format so you can move at your own comfort level uh, to help you thoroughly study the essential Jazz Piano Skills that you need to command in order to become an accomplished Jazz Pianist. Uh, each course is packed with detailed instructions, illustrations, in-depth educational talks, interactive learning media, traditional guides and worksheets that you can download and utilize, high-definition video demonstrations of me playing the skills in all 12 keys. There are play-along tracks and lead sheets to utilize. And, of course, professional and personal educational support is readily available as well. And, of course, mobile access, too, right? Whether you're studying using your desktop or laptop computer, your tablet, your phone, uh, your TV, or even your watch, right? Uh, the Jazz Piano Skills courses are there and waiting for you to utilize. So check them out at jazzpianoskills.com. Okay, so let's look at our sixth demonstration today, okay? So now we're going to apply the tritone substitution on two chords. We're going to apply the tritone substitution to the sixth. So instead of A, we're going to play an E flat. And we're going to apply it, the tritone substitution to the five chord. So instead of the G, we're going to play the D flat. So now we have created, truly created, half-step movement. Three, to three, uh, flat three, to two, to flat two, to one. So we're going E to E flat, to D, to D flat, to one. Wow. Love that sound. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's listen to three, flat three, two, flat two, 
one. Here we go. Check it out. I don't even know what to say, right? In fact, I don't need to say anything. It's fantastic. I love chromatic movement. And and look, that's that started as straight circle motion. Three, six, two, five, one became three, flat, three, two, flat, two, one. We can also create half step movement on the top of that progression, right? So now we're going to we're going to uh, substitute, we're going to apply a tritone sub. Instead of the E, we're going to play a B flat. And then uh, we're going to go down to an A. And then instead of the two, we're going to play, instead of the D, we're going to play the A flat. So we're going to get flat seven, six, flat six, five, one. So it sounds like this, flat seven. Going down to my six. Going down to my flat six. Going to my five. Resolving to one. So I have half step motion now up on the top. Right? B flat, A, A flat, G to one. Wow. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's listen to flat seven, six, flat six, five, one. Here we go. Enjoy. Great sound, right? Two different ways to create half-step movement. Apply half-step motion to 36251 using the tritone substitution. Now, you know what's interesting? The last demonstration I want to do today is I want to apply a tritone substitution on each, each chord, right? So instead of three, six, two, five, one, straight circle motion, right? Every one of those, right, we're going to apply a tritone sub. So now I'm going to get B flat, go into E flat, go into A flat, go into D flat, go into one. All, now we're back to circle motion, right? Did you notice that? B flat to E flat to A flat to D flat, and then at the very end, resolving it to C. So keep in mind, we're still in the key of C, and I'm playing a B flat to E flat to A flat to D flat to C. Wow. That radically changes my 36251 and creates an entirely new sound. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's listen to this. Flat seven to 
from flat three to flat six, flat two, one. Here we go. Check it out. Pretty darn cool. Wow. <laughs> I love it. So what did we do today, right? We took a 3-6 original progression, 3-6-2-5-1, and we created seven variations to it. We created a 3-6-2-flat-2-1, two two a 3-6-flat-6-5-1, three a 3-flat-3-2-5-1, three a flat seven six two five one, a flat. Uh, I'm sorry, a three flat three two flat two one, a flat seven six flat six five one, and then finally, a flat seven flat three flat six flat two, one. <laughs> wow! Don't ask me to repeat that. Wow. That is just a lot of variations utilizing the tritone substitution on classic circle motion 36251 to create a lot of variation. Something to think about, something to study, something to put your hands on and take time to digest. It will change your playing big time. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson, exploring the tritone substitution, to be insightful and, of course, to be very beneficial. Don't forget, if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, I will see you online Thursday evening at the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass, 8 p.m. Central Time. To discuss this podcast episode lesson, exploring the tritone substitution, in greater detail and to answer any questions that you may have about the tritone substitution or about the study of jazz in general. Also, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, be sure to use the educational podcast guides for this podcast lesson and the Jazz Piano Skills courses to maximize your musical growth. Likewise, make sure you are an active participant in the Jazz Piano Skills forums and private Facebook group. Get involved. Make some new jazz piano friends. Do not be shy. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972-380-8050, extension 211, by email, drlawrence, drlawrence at jazzpianoskills.com, or by SpeakPipe, found on the Jazz Piano Skills website, in the educational podcast guides, and the Jazz Piano Skills courses. So, that's it for now. And until next week, enjoy the journey. And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.